welcome to TA1. I'm your host, Legendary Randy Erickson, here by myself, no co-host. Jimmy and Stevie are content to uh, be in their cages for a little while, and the chili dog is uh, at the clinic with Paulette, taking care of all the sick people. Not much still going on in the world. Uh, Had a couple of nice hikes over the weekend. Chili and I put in Saturday something a little little north of six hours, and we both felt pretty good about that. So it is spring and time to be building all the strength and stuff, so don't get tired when we're out there following all those adventure racers all over, wherever it is they go. Really not much more than that going on couple of little video projects that I'm working on just for the fun of it. I'm working on some new techniques to make everybody look legendary. And that's really about it. Yeah, maybe a little housework, a little cleaning up outside, and stuff like that. So kind of boring stuff. Anyway, let's uh, get this show on the road. These guys have been waiting long enough, so... Thanks for listening. Go fast, take chances, and uh, Boomer lives. Yeah, yeah, just quite a laugh. American boys pushed it hard through the last paddle, and and then they paddled past the first control. (laughs) Hey, guys. Hey, Randy. How are you going? Good. Hello. Um, Probably want to turn off the video because we'll get better, better audio. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, plus nobody has to look at me that way. <laughs> right, so, my camera's cool. Plus, I, I uh, love your uh, profile picture of sitting on the motorcycle. Oh, right, the old Beamer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah one of my many passions. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm not you the can't only have, motorcycle. I'm not the only motorcyclist many. in the team. Nicole rides motorbikes as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's right around here. Well, sweet. So, um, okay, let's introduce yourselves so we know who's talking. Right, I'll start since I was the one who responsible for this. I'm Headley. Uh, I've been adventure racing for, I don't know, six, seven years now. Uh, Typical New Zealander, have a lot of different hobbies and. Also, I realised there's this thing called adventure racing, which encompasses most of my hobbies. So, uh, that was it. And I've only done two expedition races so far. One God Zone in Wanaka, and one expedition in Africa. And uh, New Zealand's a small country, and adventure racing's a small sport, so you get to meet lots of people pretty quickly. And now I know Glenn and Nicole. So, Glenn and Nicole. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm I'm Nicole. I've um, been uh, doing adventure racing for about 12 years now, but most of that time has been spent doing the little ones, so 6, 8, and 12. And uh, in the last couple of years, recently moved up into the 24-hour racing, and then um, in the last two years have done two godstones. Uh, yeah, so that's been really good fun, met lots of new people, and... Uh, last year, Glenn and I raced together on a team. Yeah, so yeah, Glenn, uh, been adventure racing probably from about 
2009, 24 hours, and then um, XPD or well, half of XPD in 2010 over in Cairns. Uh, one of our team members succumbed to the heat, not a crocodile, thankfully. Um, and then just completed my fourth God Zone. Um, as Nicole said, we raced together last year. We actually met heavily based on the fact that I smashed my elbow about two and a half months out and had to have it surgically <laughs> put back together. <laughs> I'm, I'm part cyborg currently, um, and Hedley was um, a, a likely replacement, but he saw Africa as a better, better option, so I put myself on the start line and managed to um, help get the team, the three of us, through to the finish, which was cool. And, uh, yeah, just finished um, God's Own Chapter 6 down in Queenstown a week or so back, so um feeling pretty amped. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's... Uh... This is a small world. I actually just got done chatting with Eric Sanders from um, AMK about God, their race at God Zone this year. So we're uh, a little God Zone centric right now, and then um, moving on. So what do you is that, guys? Is that the guys, guys think? Go ahead. Is that the guys out of Colorado? Was it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we were in and around them for most of the event, and uh, we had some great fun with them. Good, good humor. Yeah, they uh, wasn't quite the race. Well, you know, they came into it a little not in race shape. I think they had the race that they deserved, but they were hoping for a little better. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's tough when you come and there's yeah all these Kiwi teams that are just ready to kick your ass because you're an American. <laughs> um. So, Ed, from this has nothing to do with anything else, but what do you think of the God Zone Adventure Race World Series split? Or did, does it even really matter to you guys? Well, uh, Headley here, yeah. I don't think it's going to be too much of a major issue. Uh, this, yeah. um, it took, took me a while before I even realized that Primal Quest wasn't part of the Adventure Race World Series, and initially I was a bit disappointed about that, but then I thought, oh, what the hey? <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, I, I enjoy racing overseas, and I don't think it'll matter personally at my level of racing whether I'm in the World Series or not. And I think a, a bulk of the field will probably feel that way. I mean, it is nice to go to a race and qualify for the World Championships, but realistically, how many teams are going to do that? I it might detract from the World Series a little bit, but as a whole for the sport, I don't think it's going to cause any great damage, personally. Yeah, yeah, that that was kind of my take on it. When you, you know, it seems a little shocking. Then you think about it, and it's like, really, it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, Glenn here. I mean, for myself, I mean, I always to myself, weekend warriors. I mean, we've got day jobs, families, houses, yeah. cars, and bills to pay, that sort of stuff. So we're not professionals. Um, and it, but it's always neat to look at overseas events. Um, but yeah, XPD was a lot of fun, and there were a lot of a lot of international teams there. A lot of Kiwis came over actually. But um, uh, yeah, when Primal Quest was back on the radar eighteen months ago, yeah. uh, it was. It was quite neat watching it and thinking, oh, wow, you know, love to be in the area when they announced British Columbia and instead of Vancouver, it was a case of, yeah, that will be, that'll be fun. Uh, hard, I'm sure, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, 
some spectacular countryside, and it doesn't matter at all really that it's in the in or out of um, World Series. I mean, for me, I, I only found out when we finished. People were talking about it, and I'm going, "What?" Because uh, yeah, now yeah. stuff started, so it's quite funny. Yeah, yeah, yes, no issue. Yeah, well, you guys have the advantage of your your local race quotation marks, which nobody can see, is a bucket race for everybody else in the world. So, exactly, get that made. So, um, well, it's I don't know if you if you've heard the podcast or much, but we'll we'll just just jump around because you know I call it the ADD podcast. But why um why why primal quest for you guys? I mean, you sort of talked about it a little bit, but um, there's a lot of races in the world. But what do you, what do you think that this one is bringing to get you to come all the way from New Zealand? I'm going to get Nicole to answer that one first. Uh-huh. She's the one. She that, can start. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. she's the one that's pulled the team together. So yeah. Ah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> well, for me, it's it's a hundred percent the location. So yeah. um, I was pretty excited to see Brown Quest come back and and watched it 18 months ago in Tahoe. I spent a couple of seasons working on ski fields over there and really really loved Tahoe. And um, when I saw that they announced um, BC, I was I always wanted to go there. So. It just seemed like a really, really great idea to go do some speed tourism over there, maybe, and uh, invite some some friends along to come and enjoy the experience. So, yeah, for me, it's location. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So, does does the fact that you know Primal Quest has a pretty cool history? Um, do you look at that, or do you just you know does it help you realize that they can do a good good job? That's not a massive deal for me. I mean, I don't know all about their history. I know it, it used to exist and then it disappeared for a while and, and now it's yeah. come back. So, um, yeah, I'm not overly familiar um, with that, but I, I, I am aware that there was an eco challenge sort of held in that area. I've seen those YouTube videos. <laughs> it looks pretty yeah. spectacular. Well, Nicole was answering that and sort of saying, oh, not really. I was actually nodding my head. Yeah, and yes. <laughs> you know, and I think, and as you say, you know, God Zone is really on bucket list. It's a uh, it's a brand, and it's um, you know Warren and the and the guys Paula etc. They put the care and they put together a, a a pretty kick-ass event, and it's well organised. Um, it tests you both physically and mentally. They typically build in some pretty spectacular countryside. I mean, being Kiwis, we say that's not hard <laughs> in New Zealand, but. Uh, it, the way everything unfolds, the the team on the ground, the photographers, the the um, support crews in regards to the volunteers, yeah, they're, they're all really fun people to deal with. And, you know, year on year, we've had some good laughs with them out in the field as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so knowing that Primal have a, a bit of a relationship with God's Own, well, that's my understanding, and they look yeah. at God's Own and their organisation, um, and you know, sort of trying to follow in that same spec, getting good people around the organisation team. Um, it's, yeah, that's pretty cool. So that, yeah, that's certainly a small aspect for it for myself, but also as Nicole said, you know, BC, British Columbia, seeing so many people go over there, whether it's just for ski holidays or yeah, mountain biking and um, uh, what's the ten day mountain bike stage event or eight day stage? Oh, resident? the yeah, um, the BC Challenge. The BC Challenge, you know, having 
seen some friends go over and have a good crack at that and just come back raving about the riding over there. I mean, I, I passed through there very briefly, or through Vancouver at least, um, last September, and um, I was sitting in a bar on the waterfront, and you're just watching all this extreme sport on the big screens in the bar, and then suddenly they actually flash to the local mountain bike tracks here in Wellington, two, two of our local ones, and it was like, oh my God, you know, I, I was just get out of my chair, and it was quite cool to think that, you know, that, you know, what we consider to be one of the adventure capitals of the world, Vancouver. Um, we're showing we're showing mountain bike trails from my backyard. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, for a little bit of just out of curiosity, is it an easy flight for you guys to get to Vancouver? There's a direct flight out of um, Auckland, about twelve hours. Yeah. Uh, which, from a logistics point of view, is is really good, um, and yeah. it's within Auckland. Um, so that that's a real bonus as well. It's yeah. a straight thing. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, getting yeah. from getting from there to here or here to there. If yeah, that's got that's huge that you can just fly there and don't have to transfer and so yeah. uh, a little good. bit easy, a little bit easier than Paraguay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, don't get me wrong. Still like to do Paraguay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last year when I went to Belize, which is straight south of me, not that far, it was a 34-hour flight because I had to do these. <laughs> yeah, well, I had all these layovers, you know, and it's just like because I'm in a I'm in a small town in South Dakota, so getting oh, out of here, yeah, got to get to Denver, Minneapolis, and then just you know wait for connections, so. Yeah, people. I think people that aren't in adventure racing don't understand how big a deal that is. How much with all your yeah. gear and stuff to not have to. Yeah, I had a, I had a nightmare trip to Expedition Africa with the airlines and corrupt airport officials in Africa, and and uh, coming home, I didn't, I didn't pay any excess baggage going over. But coming home, they decided my bike box was going to cost me the equivalent of six hundred New Zealand dollars. To get home, so I ended up ditching what what the weight they, they were charging me. I ditched all my wetsuit, and my spare tires, and spare tubes, and and you lost the middle. Yeah, yeah. Plus my finishers trophy, I ditched that just to get because I refused to pay six hundred dollars just to get home. So, yeah, I'll see. So, so well, we'll, I'm gonna well, yeah. Since you brought so that up, I'm gonna put a. A Sorry. little plug-in for the uh, I have a Facebook page which isn't being used yet, but called the Adventure Racing Gear Bazaar. So, like, um, you know, you're flying here, and you might find somebody in the U.S. that's like, "Oh, I got this gear you can use," or, or you're, especially I think for people flying to New Zealand and stuff, yeah. it's like, fly your stuff over and then sell your bikes so you don't have to bring them back. So um, that sounds. Particularly useful for us actually because there's, there's quite an extensive gear list for the the rope stuff uh, for Primal <laughs> Quest, which is going to be an awful lot of weight for us to take. So it might be very yeah. for us. Yeah. yeah, we had a local team from New Zealand here. Well, one of them lives in Scotland now, but um, the long time adventure races in the old um, uh, Southern Traverse and and certainly God's Own and XPD. They went off the island last year and their bikes didn't turn up. <laughs> Oh yeah, I re- I remember that whole thing. Yeah, so 
Yeah. So well, and I remember going to a race in Switzerland where a couple of the teams just called, you know, what you know figured out ahead of time and just rented bikes. You know, yeah. Oh, wow. Rented a couple, you know, some nice specialized and didn't have to deal with the whole thing. So. Well, for us coming to the states slash Canada, it's actually worthwhile to just turn up there with a with a checkbook <laughs> and a credit card and just buy a new bike. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny, but it really is probably true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, just make sure you got your size and color in, in stock. <laughs> yeah. So, well, send me a gear list, and I'll bring it with me, hopefully. <laughs> uh, yeah. so. Um, so we'll start with Nicole, and I want to know what your background is in, in – what got you into the to the adventure race world? Or are you just one of those Kiwis that, you know, adventure race is just what you do? <laughs> no, not really, actually. I, I, I really come from a, a tramping background, actually. That's what I, I started doing. That's so. hiking. Oh, hiking. Yeah. I know. I, I know I that. Yeah. American. Yeah. Uh, really. <laughs> yeah, so I started doing that at, at about... 15 really got some pretty good mountains to get into and so I spent quite a lot of time doing that and um, mm. then sort of disappeared and, and did the ski thing for a while and uh, it wasn't until I came back home and, and went back to uni that I, um, I joined a local um, orienteering club and got mm. into the, the road gaining side of thing and really started enjoying the navigational challenge of things um, and so then yeah just started getting into the mountain biking and uh, decided to enter in my first six-hour race. So um, took quite a while to step up into the, the longer racing because I didn't have any of the kayaking skills. And so a lot of the six- and eight-hour races around here, they, they provide a kayak or you end up tubing or something like that. And so I think it was finally after maybe the 10th little race and um, we'd had a, a really bad experience on the tubes that we were like, that's it, no more went out and bought a kayak and then decided to step up into the, the longer races. So that's, uh, that's sort of my story. <laughs> next. What's that? Who, who wants to go next? Oh, I can go next since we're on the same line. <laughs> in front of the same <laughs> line. Um, yeah, I mean, as a kid, I was in the Cub Scouts, dip, dip, dop, dop, so yeah, hiking was a bit of a background and Grew up um, in a suburb out the back of the Wellington area where the hills were really close. It was basically the backyard. Um, sort of went away from that for a while. Just got into family life, that sort of stuff. And then got into road running and road riding. Yeah, I know, dirty, dirty stuff. But um, <laughs> uh, that changed into trail running. And so well, fell running, as the English would say. And just, yeah, the trails, the tracks around Wellington and the, the region and around the country are just really awesome. So just running all the local trails and tracks and that led into you can do road gaining and orienteering type um, scenarios and get into those longer events um, multi-sport was also a little bit of a, a kickstart on that as well so we've got our famous coast to coast event in the mm-hmm. South Island I managed to pull one of those off and a few other multi-sport events around the country and then yeah, discovered this thing called adventure racing, some of the people yeah, the, the community here in Wellington in particular, and it's probably the same in the in the cities and regions throughout New Zealand, you, the people you mix with in these different events are stepping into different types of disciplines as well. 
and so the adventure racing came up and there were yeah these people I looked up to that had one coast to coast that were adventure races as well and it was oh wow you could follow these people that were going all night and through all sorts of horrible um, you know um, weather and terrain and yeah it just didn't make sense but it was exciting at the same time and hiking was a love as well so it sort of married together slightly and um, yeah went to an evening where there was a, a, a few teams presented their races from the previous month and they had maps they had their stories the food the, the upsides the downsides the the um, sleep monsters and it was like yeah that sounds pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was sitting at home one day and my phone rang and it was a, a friend um, who I, I knew through the circles I didn't know him overly well um, and he said oh we're looking for a navigator for XPD in Australia in 18 months time are you interested and I just said yes are you sure you don't want to think about it? Because, yeah, I have, and I'm in. <laughs> yeah, that was that was it. We we had a bit of a an interesting experience there. Yeah, there was a little bit of fallout from it, and it did mean there was a, probably about a two or three year gap between my next um, adventure expedition and adventure race. But um, yeah, it was just it was an intro, and it got the the taste buds um, moistened, and just wanted more. Yeah. So you're pretty typical. Yeah, I'll try it and I love it. Let's keep doing it. Yeah. It's quite addictive. And it's interesting. I think we've all had team members who have gone, yep, done that, tick. (laughs) Don't have to do it again type scenario. And then we've got other team team members have gone, right, you know, who are we going to pull in next year? (laughs) Well, I've always, I kind of joke, I'd like to, I'd like to talk to somebody that did a, you know, there's so many people that do, even in expedition races, their first race, and they're just hooked. But I don't know anybody because they're not in the sport. I'd like to talk to somebody that did one, and then it's like, nope, not for me. Uh, we could probably put you in touch with some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but but they wouldn't have any good stories. That's the problem. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. Uh, last and least. And least, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, as I said earlier, I, I kind of dabbled in most of the activities that are in adventure racing ever since I was young. Like, just like Glenn, I was in Boy Scouts, and Boy Scouts in New Zealand is great. You're out there hiking and kayaking, and you learn all your orienteering. And I've always spent a lot of time in the bush. I do a lot of hunting and trout fishing. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I live in the Eastern Bay of Plenty, and there, there is a great adventure racing community here. It's the home of uh, Neil Jones and Sophie Hart and some great multi-sporters like Sam Clark, who's the current champion of Coast to Coast. And, mm. and um, so being surrounded by these people, and they're, they're all great, friendly people, and they, they, they everybody loves getting each other involved in the activities. And, uh, so I started out crewing at a 24-hour race with my mate Destry, who's going to be racing with us in Primal Quest. Mm-hmm. And uh, we helped our mates out with this 24-hour race, and we thought, "Bugger it, we can do this. There's no reason why we can't." So that was it. We signed up for the next 24-hour race, and uh, we haven't looked back. And uh, got a few 24-hour races under our belts with varying success, and, um, and done the god zone i thought yeah one expedition race that's gonna be enough and then uh i got the offer of going to race 
with the team with uh, Team Camel Toes in mm. South Africa. And I thought, well, told my wife it was a pretty good opportunity. So yeah. that was it. South Africa bound. Loved the race. Had We had our ups and downs, but we finished it. And uh, then I just got to meet all these great people overseas. And uh, I'm just so keen to get back overseas and meet up with more people and some of the same people again. And, and that's it. And luckily, Nicole thought of me and invited me to Primal Quest. So I'm in. Yeah. Um. It, that really is a big part of adventure raising, isn't it? Is going and, and and seeing everybody and hanging out and and you know sleeping in the bush together. So. Yeah, what goes on? What goes on? The race stays on the race. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I yeah I talked about this before that there's some you can you can meet somebody on trail. You know, two teams run into. Into each other, and and you within an hour are sharing the most one <laughs> intimate details, and two the most grossest, ugly not ugly but stories and dirty jokes, and in comparing yeah. this injury and stuff, it, it it's it just brings you together immediately. It's amazing what you talk about at three a.m. on the morning on day four of a race. Yep. Yep. My uh, joke always is I always used to think people liked me, and then I just realized that they were happy. They were they weren't lost, and they had somebody new to talk to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Enough of teammates need someone new. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, we, had a, we had a really funny situation last year in God's Own. Um, we'd been short forced, and we were down to three team members. Um, the fun had kicked in, and. Uh, we had the last trek over a yeah, pretty interesting, sketchy piece of um, terrain at night. And initially I looked up and it was quite starry and I was really excited about it. And um, as we got further up this climb of about a 1,000 metres or something, going up this um, reasonably rough um, ridge line, which had a sort of a trail or a route on it, but occasionally we had to get Nick, our team member, in to build a track for us. So you would be foliage flying everywhere. We had two teams join us along the way that had enough that had enough of navigation. Yeah. And the navigators would put their maps away and said, Do you mind if we follow you? And yeah, that's all good. And yeah, we're going across the tops, open tops at this stage about midnight. And now uh, I just remember stepping out of this line of, of adventure races and looking back and there were ten ten headlamps just following in line. <laughs> <laughs> and um and we carried on, um, managed to get through to our high point. Um, Nicole and I were working the maps pretty hard to try and figure out, right, in this clag and in this wind, ha- how do we get how do we get these 11 adventure races, you know, including ourselves, off this hill and down on the right side of the mountain range and at least in the right direction so we're positioned in the morning to carry on and um, sort of made some reasonably strategic decisions. And I think it got to 5 o'clock in the morning, I'd sort of turned it around and said something like, Brian needs to sleep now, as in life of Brian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and at that stage, it was just this very quick comment made of, yeah, we're going to sleep. And 11 adventure races just sort of disappeared amongst the foliage into sleeping bags for about an hour and a half. And then uh, when I woke up about an hour and a half later, I sort of poked my head up and went, yep, that's where we need to be now that there's light. You can see exactly where we wanted to go. And um, within five minutes... Everyone to a T, including Destry and Liz, who um, 
Headley's race with, um, uh, they, um, everyone to a tee was ready to move because no one wanted to get left behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's a great photo of us. It's someone's yeah. um, profile photo. So there's a great photo of the, the 11 of us as the photographers found us as we were coming out of that mountain mountain state or the trekking stage of all of us together. It's it was quite a, cool. It was a great mo- It was probably one of the best yeah. moments just sharing it with everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were having a laugh about that with Liz um, on one of the treks this year, in fact, who was in one of those teams following us. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun to see. Um, last year, at Cowboy Tough, there was this a trek starting which, on paper, looked really easy, and there were four teams, you know, all of them, all the four navigators like looking at the same map and and uh, trying to figure it out and working together. So, I mean, it, it, it's a race, but it's not right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's what's everybody's um, uh, uh, job on the team. Yeah, we better sort that out, eh, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pointing at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lee thinks you're an international man of mystery, Glenn. Oh, yeah, okay, well, I'll take that role. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I travel a lot. <laughs> I'm always oh, in the airport, so really just another transition area. <laughs> That's true, and kind of in a way, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I'm actually I'm a I'm a meteorologist. So okay. um, I get I do twenty four. Well, we, our job's twenty four seven. So I, I'm I do a lot of shift work. So I get quite a lot of practice at the sleep deprivation side of things. So <laughs> it's also my job to plan all the nice weather for our training missions. Yeah, <laughs> Nicole's. Uh, nickname in our team last year was Fun Police. Uh-huh. So, especially when Nick was having too much fun on the mountain bike, i.e. he was just you know, not on the brakes on rough downhill sections. He was told to pull his head in so he wouldn't come <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, he didn't listen actually and came off. <laughs> yeah, right in front of an all-girls team. That was quite funny actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm an IT geek, so yeah, I'm into um, uh, into maps. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of a, not a bad gig to have nowadays. I mean, adventure racing. I, I always want to know what people did in the '90s before the internet. How did you put a team together? How did you find out about races? It's just, yeah. I mean, we we have it so easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you basically got chatting at prize givings, didn't you? And um, yeah, start line or the finish line. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. now it's like, I look at the uh, list of teams going to Primal Quest, and like, oh, that looks like an interesting team to talk to, and you know, a little searching, and here you guys are. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yep. Hopefully, we're entertaining. And so far. We- Hopefully we continue to be entertaining during the event as well. <laughs> I'm dying to add to the story of uh, Glenn and Nicole's little trek on that last year's God Zone up over that mountain. I actually got them just before the trek. Um, I wasn't actually in the God Zone race. I hadn't entered the race, and uh, as I explained to Randy previously, <laughs> that I filled in on the white water section for James Korak, who was to be racing yeah. with uh, Team Camel Toes. Camel Toes, yeah. Yeah, so 
uh, James was injured, so I took his place, so they had even numbers for the white water section. And then after I finished with that, I was at a loose end, and as I was heading back to uh, where I was living at the time in Blenheim, I, I come across Glenn and Nicole and Nick riding along the road. So I jumped out to take a photo and say hello, and, and they said, oh, we're, we're kind of thinking of stopping somewhere to eat. I said, the only place I can think of was the pub, uh, just before <laughs> your next transition. I said, I'll shoot down, make sure they're still open for you. <laughs> next thing you know, we're all there eating burgers and drinking beer just before they go on this big trek over the hill. I'm not sure if that's a good idea. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it take off. Glenn got yeah. them up and over the mountain, so it didn't, didn't, didn't affect his uh, navigation skills whatsoever. The um, the Chinese owner was the Chinese lady was quite um, quite impressed as well, and she got photos of us all. And then the um, the news, the sports news was on while we we're in there. Had Richie McCaw, the All Black captain, of recently retired mm-hmm. captain, finishing was it or yeah, showing him going through the latest transition. So she got all very excited in this pub in the no, middle of nowhere. <laughs> we, we became instant celebrities at Owen River. <laughs> well, and, that's, yeah, go ahead. And the great thing about the tracking is once I did get back home, I, I followed the trackers just to see where they all were. And uh, next time I checked up on them, uh, they were at the base of the Taka Hill. And uh, <laughs> just happened to be another pub in that vicinity. So I thought I'd just check. So I phoned the pub and asked if I could speak to, uh, I can't remember your team name that time, but yeah. And lo and behold, they were there. Yeah. <laughs> up before the Taka Hill. Yeah. I remember being asked, is Team 11 here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I uh, t- took the phone and hit these going, you're in the pub. And we're, oh, g'day, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just having dinner. What, it's actually a very interesting story is my uh, now fiance who's sitting in the other room had just flown in from Chile where she lives. She's Chilean. Um, and our friends had picked her up from the local airport in Nelson. This is last year's God's Own. And... Um, they managed to, one, they got to the finish line to see the international celebrity Richie McCaw finish. So she got a selfie with this um, sports mm. megastar. Yeah, he's the Palais of rugby, basically. And um, and then uh, the friends drove her out to where we were just coming, starting off the last final quite long cycle section. We decided at the T-junction, where we were supposed to turn left, we are actually going to turn right for about 500 metres and go to a local cafe and caffeine up and sugar up and yeah there they were waiting for us which was really cool and our first the first thing we or the last thing we said to them as we basically hopped on the bikes was right we're going to be at this pub in four hours for dinner <laughs> and sure enough they, they 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 met us at that same pub um for dinner and then the next day i surprised the team uh and myself possibly by um proposing on the finish line on the beach um and even though i smelled after five or six days of competition i got a yes <laughs> That's not so bad. So, all right. So we have two things in common. So I proposed. I proposed to my wife. Um, she was racing, doing a road time trial, and I painted it on the road. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the same. And sitting right behind me in the room here is my little dog Chili, who came from Chile. Ah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, Paul, that was uh, down there a few six years ago, racing at uh, racing the Patagonia race. Oh, yeah. yeah. She sends me a message. Can I bring a dog home? Ah, uh, <laughs> okay. So, but Brilliant. you may have a little better deal bring getting a new wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so, yeah, the wedding's in uh, five weeks. Oh, Six weeks so. time in, in Santiago. So, yeah. yeah, we were hoping that the wedding was, well, around the, around Chilean. the same time as the Chilean adventure race. Like they're running with this year, otherwise that might have been a, a, yeah. a pit stop. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, have you guys all raced together or just, um, you know, you, it, okay, have you guys all raced together at the same time on the same team? No. Uh, no. No, not all the three of us. Glenn and I have raced together, and I've also raced Headley, but not the three okay. of us. Headley yeah. yeah. played lead for me at uh, at a race while I was busy getting my elbow back into yeah, all the bones yeah. stitched back together. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think Headley's raced with Destry, who's the other mm-hmm. team member. Yeah, yeah. So just race together, playing yeah. your points. It sounds like you're not going to have a problem being a team. But do <laughs> you guys? Um, will you guys get to do any training together, or does it not really matter to you? That I don't um, know how far yeah. apart you live. Yeah, it does matter. Um, and yeah, we will certainly work on that. Um, so, mm-hmm. I mean, my team this year uh, with good friend Nick from from here. He, yeah, it looks a few minutes. Actually, he's due to turn up in about half or 20 minutes, maybe. Um, bit of a debrief for the race. Uh, our, our two other team members, so I'm in Wellington, the bottom of the North Island, mm-hmm. and our other two team members were in the Deep South, the bottom of the South Island. And they, so they're local to the region, and that was one of the reasons why we wanted to team up with them. We know they know the terrain. And we spent two separate trips, a three-day long, three or four-day long weekend, and we had another seven, eight days down that area training. And we just happened to train on some of the course purely by chance, yeah. incidentally. And yeah, so that was always pretty neat. So, yeah, no, the, the, I mean, where um, Headley lives, and as he mentioned, it's some pretty cool um, country. Uh, and then in between the two of us is a, a mountain range, a volcanic mountain range and ski fields, which is probably worth a bit of a visit yeah, given the Atlanta, um, BC, yeah, the Primal Quest um, sort of dossier talking about glaciers and snow and ice so <laughs> yeah might spend some time there together um so what are you looking forward to doing most at primal quest uh, you know paddling the glaciers just being in the mountains do you have something that you see that's part of the race that you're like yeah can't wait to do that part for me, it's probably the glaciers and the mountains, which I'm looking forward to, because mm. unless I go to the South Island, I don't really get much opportunity for that around here. But, um, yeah, and I don't, yeah, the the lakes, I, I, I don't know where the kayaking is going to take us. I don't know if we're going to be sea kayaking at all. It all looks pretty spectacular over there, but I'm happy with whatever they throw at us. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm most looking forward. I'm hoping there's some really good river paddling. Um, I think is what I'm most looking forward to. And I think that I'm most nervous about the rope section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to the mountain biking and staying on my mountain bike. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you guys aren't a team. You don't like the same things. How can you do that? <laughs> that's, that's where we benefit. That's, that's where we benefit each other. So yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I mean, the reality, Randy, is, you know, I'm looking forward to all of it, mm. every little yeah. aspect of it, and I think that's the real draw card. Mm. Scenery, 
rivers, the lakes, the mountains, the glaciers, the mountain biking. Not necessarily the beers, um, but like the, uh, beers, yeah, not the, the... the grizzlies. <laughs> yeah, oh, the beers, <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's it's it, you know, for me, it's a spectacular piece of terrain all the way from the sea to the, yeah, to the mountains. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I, I'm. A, you guys sort of have an advantage in a race like this because you're used to, like, ocean kayaking and then hiking to, a, tramping to the top of a mountain. So, True. Because that could it, very well happen at, at, in BC. Based on the, yeah. the information well, you've given us. Mountains yeah. might just be a tad bit bigger than ours, yeah. at least the in Canadian, the North Island. <laughs> yeah, Canadian mountains are bigger. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that may be true. So, um, all right. I'm gonna. I got one more question for each of you. Same question, because then I'm ready for bed because it's late night here. But <laughs> so, okay. Um, Glenn's gonna answer this first, and then Headley, and then Nicole. So, you get one more race in your lifetime, and I want to know. So, a bucket race. I want to know where do you want to race. And who your teammates are, and you can't pick anybody you've raced with. Ooh. Um, yeah. I would I, probably, from a location, I'd probably pick um, one of the South American countries. And okay. that's not necessarily because of the Chile connection, obviously. But um, hmm. uh, who was that race? It was uh, Bolivia. Um, where does the equator go through? Ecuador. Um, Ecuador. <laughs> okay. um, Ecuador looked really interesting. Okay. Uh, as a as a destination for a race. Mm-hmm. Um, who would I race with? And yep. I haven't haven't raced with them previously. No. Nope. Um, and, and it's got to be a team. So you got at least one woman. You can have two. Yeah. I don't care. Or three. I don't care. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've I've raced in a, a two two and two team in the past, and you know, no issues with that whatsoever. We were looking at that for this year, actually. Um, uh-huh. Well, who would I race with? Oh, I'd love to spend some time in the hills with Jill Westenra. So she's a, a multi um, coast to coast winner, um, a um, in a day a top triathlete, a New Zealand multi sport adventure racing identity, uh, certainly mm-hmm. in Wellington. Uh, so that's a woman, two guys. Um, there are a couple of friends that I'd, I'd, I would like to, to race with. And uh, again, they're New Zealand people. Um, mm-hmm. Nathan Farvel would be interesting, but he'd kill me. Um, and the that's same, with, right. and the same with Chris Fawn, just from his navigational, um, yeah, his navigation. There was a, a an absolutely spectacular quote last year, prize giving for God's own. Yeah, so I'll say Nathan and Chris actually, um, and um, the quote about Nathan, uh, about Chris Fawn and his navigation skills, Seagate last year was, we'd congratulate him for his navigation skills, but it's it's such a natural skill, we'd have to congratulate him for breathing as well. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you'll go with those three. Okay. All right, Nicole, your turn. Oh, I mean, um, I think 
I would really be interested in racing one of the Europe races. Um, mm. I think there used to be one now in Switzerland, but it hasn't been for a while. So that would that would be quite cool to go to. Um, and team members, it would. I know it's not too kosher, but it's starting to become a bit more popular. Is it would be quite interesting to race on an all girls team? Mm. I think so. Okay, um, you can you can pick an all girls team. I'll uh, I'll allow it if you want. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, people looked up to would definitely be like people like Sophie Hart. She just seems incredible. Um, I'm trying not to put words in the mouth. Well, well, yeah, and um, um, I used to be coached by yes. her Pauzy. Yeah, <laughs> she she'd be amazing to actually race with them. And also, um, Debbie Chambers from the oh, old Girls yeah. on Top team is, yes. is someone I used to always follow and read all her vlogs and yeah. that when I was um. Trying to step up from the shorter races to the longer races, she was a bit of an inspiration. And Such a strong person. Yeah, yeah. That, would, that would be a bit of my pick. Yeah, good picks. I want that team too. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're already taken. Damn. Right, so I guess it's my turn. Yep. Right, uh, so I'm a bit torn between uh, my dream destination between a, a race in Patagonia or a race in the Himalayas. Um, some of those races in the north of India, they're, they're looking like they're going to be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. But most likely Patagonia, South America. Uh, I'm okay. dying to get down that way. Um, it just looks like beautiful country and nice way of life down there, so I like to travel a bit as well down that way. As far as teammates go... Um, Yes, uh, it is. Uh, I spent a bit of time living in Wales. I've got some Welsh mates uh, who I, I worked in a whitewater rafting centre over there, and a few, and played rugby over there. I've got a few mates. I'd like to get them involved in adventure racing, yeah. and I think that'd be great to race with a couple of those guys. As far as a girl for the team goes, um, it's a bit of a hard one. There's such a big pool of talent here in New Zealand. Uh, one person that sticks out that I've had a bit to do with in the multi-sport side of things is Rachel Cashin. She just oh, raced yeah. odd zone with uh, Neil cool. Jones. And uh, I'd like to race with her. She, she's a good hardy woman and she's pretty easy to get on with as well. So that's pro- probably my team and my race. Yeah, thank you. That's 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 an interesting choice. So this is this is... I'm finding this very interesting because I just started doing this, asking people. So you guys are like the third, fourth, and fifth people I've asked, and three of three of you have picked Chris for a navigator, <laughs> <laughs> and the other two, both <laughs> Americans, um, picked Warren Bates to be on their team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so. Everybody loves the Kiwis. Isn't Warren British? He's from Queenstown. <laughs> so, Just got a funny accent. Yeah. All right, so this this is the, really the last question. Um, what do you guys, when you cross the finish line at, at Primal Quest, what will you consider um, a good race? One that finishes with beer and pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, the goal is always to, to full course for me. I think that's what most people into these things. So you want to try and get the full experience and then obviously always just trying to finish with being friends with everyone still. Yeah. So that you've had a, had a good experience together. So. Yeah, for me, I suppose it's, it's an extension on what both um, Headley and Nicole have just said, you yeah. know, Fair and Pie, obviously, there's a great photo of me on the finish line at God's mm-hmm. Zone just this week. Um, and, um, and Nicole's in full course and a, a happy team. And just a, a team that's really had amazing time out there and some spectacular, in a spectacular part of the world and also enjoyed it with other teams around us as well. Um, mm. and, you know, just that, that, you that feeling of euphoria as you as you cross the finish line or as you're approaching the finish line of yeah job done and enjoyed as well. Yeah. well that sounds good. All right, Let's see, everybody knows that I lie about this, but this might really be the last question. <laughs> <laughs> I it just happens. Well, you guys say something and then I, and I have a question that do you almost get depressed after a race like like an expedition race where you've spent so much time so much effort you know t- to get it done and it's and, then, and it's like now what yeah i think there is something like the post adventure race blues where you just mm-hmm. reflect on what you've done and then just want to give it another go so you, that's why you end up looking for your next one that's why it becomes a bit addictive i think yeah yeah, this this year has been quite interesting because it's the first year I'm having a crack at two, yeah, adventure races in the same year, same calendar year. Um, Lined up. Yeah, so as a as a fifty year old, uh, it's sort of like, ooh, let's not break myself in the first one, uh, and have come off it feeling pretty pretty good, no feet issues, the body's in great shape. Um, yeah, personally, I felt I had a yeah you know, pretty strong event and, and was never really in in um, any physical better at any time. A little little bit of sleep debt, but we also had a couple of dark zones. And I also knew that I had um, Primal Quest coming up. I think it was day three. I was thinking, hmm, how do I get out of Primal Quest? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when I finished it, it was like, no, nah, don't be stupid. Um, <laughs> so, so this year in particular, no, there was no depression. Um, <laughs> yes, it's only been a week. Yeah, yeah, it's only been a week and a bit. And I actually go, um, I'm co-driving in a rally up um, Headley's Way this weekend, up Rotorua Way, so I'll try and catch up with Headley this weekend. Um, and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm just excited about the Primal Quest um, side of things. So I, I haven't had the chance to really sort of go, oh, if anything, I'm sort of going, oh, shit, I need to do training. Don't stop. Um, yeah. Have, have a break. Um, yeah, have a, a physical and a, a mental break, but then also don't um, get kicked back into it. Yeah. Cool. So, well, we might have to talk about your rally experience because – that's kind of one of the other things I like to do is, is shoot a lot of motorsports when I can. So <laughs> my my secret. <laughs> so. Um, okay, I'm going to say goodbye. So, Brilliant. Cheers, it's, Randy. It's been cool. Thanks for thanks for taking the time, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll be able to meet up. Oh, I'm going to tell you, 
You're probably going to get beer and pizza at the finish line because that's what you get in America and Canada. So. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Sounds okay. good. Yeah, no. that's what keeps us going. <laughs> there you go. So. All right. Well, uh, thanks for the chat. Have a good time. Go go fast, take chances, and train hard. And um, we'll see you in uh, like 100 and, uh, 200 days or something like that. Well, I know it's 150 days until World Championships, and then it's like another month after that. So uh, whatever. Well, hopefully we'll see you then. Brilliant. Awesome. Yeah. Well, same. Hope we catch up with you there, and maybe even on the finish line. We'll that would be for, great. Join us for all things, Randy. All right. Well, yeah. thanks for the chat. No yes. worries. Catch you. All right. Night. Bye. Yeah. Afternoon. <laughs> We rise down the goddess of desire set men on fire I have this power morning, noon and night it's wink and dancing some quick romancing and then a shower stage for Johnny's constantly surround me they always hound me with one request who can satisfy their lustful habits I'm not a rabbit. I need some rest. I'm tired, sick, and tired of love. I've had my fill of love from below and above. face that I'm tired. I've been with thousands of men again and again. They promised the moon. They're always coming and going and going and coming. And always too soon. Fighters, I'm tired. Tired of playing the game. Did a crying shame. I'm so tired. God damn it, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Hello, cowboy. What's your name? Tax man. Tax man. Tell me, tax man, are you in show business? No. Well, then why don't you get your friggin' feet off? <laughs> Is that a 10-gallon hat, or are you just enjoying the show?
Below the waist is kaput. Oh. 